You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Earth Oddity. Whether you are listing your girlfriend for sale on eBay or whether you are a furry stalking Tony the Tiger on Twitter, (laughs) we thank you so much for joining us. I am. uh, your host, Christopher Sullivan, and here's my co-host, John Long. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Man, you got any stories this week? I do. I got several good ones. Uh, probably a very topical one is uh, the trick-or-treating law in Virginia. That's a, that's a good one. also have a Virginia man who put meth in his mother-in-law's coffee. So um, just getting her a little pick-me-up in the morning. But before we get into the stories... Yes. I need to ask, you know, we have, according to uh, Johnny, millions of listeners here, uh, and I need to ask all our prayer warriors to throw up some prayers because the Wi-Fi has been down at my house all weekend. Oh, no. And my kids are having a real real tough time living. <laughs> so just let everybody out That's, there. That is straight up an emergency. Right. But people who, have, who were nice enough to check out Hudson's podcast, his new episode of uh, Hudson Long's Voice of the People may be delayed because <laughs> he doesn't have a way to upload it without oh, Wi-Fi. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. Thomas was very excited about getting to church this morning because we have Wi-Fi here and he could bring his phone. <laughs> <laughs> he was super excited. He got right out of bed, got ready to go, ate his breakfast. So, yeah, that was good for him. But I saw I, a post on Facebook that said, if you ever want to call a family meeting, yeah, just cut, cut off the, the router. <laughs> yeah. It's apparently out in our whole neighborhood, pretty much our whole neighborhood. But it's of, just, is it the internet or just Wi-Fi? It's just Wi-Fi. Well, That's weird. No, it's really the okay, whole internet. Okay, yeah. it's the internet. Okay. Yeah, because, so, uh, in other words, if you, you know, just go with straight up the ancient technology of Ethernet and yeah. plug that into a, a, a desktop, you still couldn't get on. Yeah, you still can't get gotcha. on because that's, that's the other thing. Months and months and months ago, Thomas bought Black Ops 4, worked, save up his money. Well, it went live this weekend, <laughs> yes. and he doesn't have internet to play it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been double, doubly tough on him. He can't talk to all his little friends. Man, on. all his friends are going to be so ahead of him. Like in experience, they're going to yeah. have all the cool weapons. I know, I know. He may as well not even play it now. He's <laughs> no. never going to catch up. He worked hard to save his money for that. He's going to end up playing it. But we just... uh just having a little AT&T's having a little trouble, some kind of cable issue in the neighborhood they're trying to figure out. And as of yesterday, they said it could be 28, 24 to 48 hours before it's That's unacceptable. Are they going to give you any kind of break on your uh, I hope bill so, this month? They better. Apparently, Deidre thought it was a good idea to turn her phone hotspot on and let the kids be able to play on Perfect. the internet yes, yesterday. Absolutely. Right, yeah. 
But now we're at like 75% of our usage for the month. And so they're going to throttle us down here in a little while. And we should get a break. I told her like they should extend that out for us. So That is unacceptable. Yeah, right. I know know some people out there listening to this are probably thinking this is probably a good opportunity for the family to come together and maybe go outside. No, yeah, but we don't that. like. This right. is 2018. Yeah. We're not doing that. Well, we don't like each other in our family, so <laughs> we yes. don't. We don't want to be together and have to talk and read books and cook over an open fire and stuff. <laughs> you know, like they used to do in the olden times. Tell campfire stories. Yeah. We want to watch YouTube videos and share memes with each other. That's yeah. just how our family operates. Watch old 90s episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Speaking of old 90s episodes, completely out of left field here, but they've brought back on Nickelodeon Truth or Dare, if you didn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, Truth or Dare. Wait, is it Truth or Dare or Double Dare? Double Dare. That's Double what I mean. Dare. Yeah, Truth or Dare is a different game I played when I was younger. <laughs> Way different. <laughs> yeah, Double Dare. So Hudson was watching it last night. Okay. Yeah, I always wanted to go on that when I was a kid with my family, but my family wouldn't do it. I wanted to go on that too, but I always thought when it come to the obstacle course, like yeah. when I come to like the big giant pie, I probably would just start eating. <laughs> I wouldn't finish the, the obstacle course. I wouldn't find the flag. Right, yes. Um, well, let's get started off here. Got a real short story, but very wild story. Okay. This comes from WDBJ7.com, and uh, the headline is, uh, Woman threatened to drink the deputy's bloods, and she hid a knife in her buttocks. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, she hid. No, that, that was her buttocks. <laughs> her rear. Her rump. Um, Not a great place to hide a knife. No, no. I mean, I understand that the human body is limited with hiding places, yeah. especially if you're a male. Yes, yeah, tough. But I don't want to hide a knife anywhere. No. Better, well, you better have that thing, that blade folded up. You know, <laughs> yes. it can't be a fixed blade knife. No, no. <laughs> oh, that's going to cause some problems. And if it is a fixed blade knife, you don't want like a really big sheath either. No, <laughs> that's that's right. another problem. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> yes, um, this comes from West Virginia. A lot of weird things happen in West Virginia. It's really like the Alabama of Appalachia. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Or the Florida of Appalachia. Yeah. Yeah. But West Virginia, love West Virginia, by the way. A lot of good people up there. Shout out to my friend Deej, who's probably not listening because I hadn't talked to him since we started the podcast, but he lives in West Virginia. A West Virginian woman is accused of trying to steal a car, threatening to drink deputies' blood, and hiding a knife in her buttocks. Citing a criminal complaint, news outlets reported Tuesday, 37-year-old Jackie Fulmer tried to take a man's car keys armed with a hatchet and a knife. I don't know what she did with a hatchet. (laughs) Witnesses told deputies that Fulmer confronted a victim near a Sunoco gas station, I'm sorry, Sunoco gas station, pronounced Mm -hmm. it correctly, in Fairmount, uh, saying she didn't want to hurt them and motioning like she had a weapon. However, Fulmer fled when she noticed bystanders watching. Officials say security footage showed a confrontation between Fulmer and the victim. A chase ensued when deputies found her on a nearby staircase. A deputy shot Fulmer with a stun gun when she ran at his cruiser (laughs) with a hatchet in her hand. She also I would say she's lucky she got the stun gun. Yeah, right. Yes. You don't you can't, no. you can't tolerate that kind That's, of behavior. I mean, white privilege. Right. <laughs> we all like yeah. uh, anyway, she threatened to stab deputies in the neck and watch their blood drain as she drank it while being transported. 
Deputies say she continued to threaten them on the way to the station. The hidden knife was found during booking. She acknowledged using it to cut a seatbelt in the cruiser. So, so, it, I mean, I'm assuming she was hand. Did they they handcuff people when they yeah. put them in the back of the police well, car? If you right? got your hands behind you, it probably make it a little easier to fish <laughs> something out of your booty. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, makes sense. Yeah, uh, you don't uh, think she was like, you know. <laughs> clenching with her cheeks. <laughs> it could have been. And using that to cut the seatbelt. Yeah, very well could have been. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a wild story. You know? It is. She apparently was under the influence of something. I would think, you know, either drugs or the devil. One. Or maybe vampirism. <laughs> yeah, vampirism. <laughs> but yeah, she, uh, she was out for blood, no doubt. Man. But I mean... Like you say, it couldn't have been that big of a knife, right? I mean, well, we don't know the size. Well, I of don't know knife. the size of her dudes. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she could have been a big girl, uh, and could have had. I mean, and we don't know if she just went like crack with it, or like inside, or you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like stuffed it in just her panty band or whatever. I mean, you don't need a large knife to cut the seatbelt. No, not at all. But I you, guess you need something to hold on to, though. True. For yeah. leverage. Yes, yeah, so, right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. She may clench her cheeks real good. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Maybe she's like into CrossFit or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she has buns of steel. Yeah, buns of steel. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, oh, uh, that's wild. West Virginia, thank you for sending a good story to us. I expect more out of West Virginia. We don't get as many as I would like. Well, they delivered this week. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, that's a wild opening to the show. It is. Yeah. Well, since we talked about that story, let's. Uh, this one's going to take a little bit of a darker turn. And we've held off. We haven't mentioned our new Supreme Court justice. That's right. But we're going to talk about him now. Okay. Because it just so happens um, he's going to have a, a hex put on him. Okay. Awaken hex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Headline here, this comes from USA Today. Uh, and this is like a brand new story. I found this one right before we come in the studio. Witches plan to hex Brett Kavanaugh using effigies, coffin nails, graveyard dirt, and more. Okay. A Brooklyn, New York bookstore is planning an event for people angered by the confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court. A public hex. Hmm. Which I didn't I didn't know that was a thing anymore. Well, do witches hang out in bookstores? I guess so. Right. Like Wiccans are witches, yeah. right? Are we are, is that right? I don't know. I don't I'm not up on my dark arts terminology. I think that they are. Yeah. But now the term witch has been kinda maligned yeah. you know and, so and, they're like for pr purposes they're like well we're wiccans now well that's what i say you know wicca if it, and any wiccans out there listening to this correct yeah. me if i'm wrong right yeah, because i'm us. not up on my, my wicca but yeah. if i'm not mistaken they worship the elements the okay. nature yeah right. know, mother nature all that stuff yeah okay. and i believe it means like wise ones if okay. i'm not sure hmm but now, if you ask a Puritan, they uh, you know, they sleep with the devil, they yeah. worship the devil, they eat yeah. babies, right. and they do all that stuff. Yeah, they're going to dunk them in water so, and all that, <laughs> see if they float. Right. Okay. Yeah, Puritans, so, they're pretty hard live. People talk about the Baptists, you know, like, we're Baptists, people talk about us, I'm like... The we the Puritans were so worse than we are. Right. You know, we're we're just we're just normal people. We'll bring you. Are casserole. there any more Puritans? Nowadays? I don't think so. I doubt it. I think they believe sex was wrong and they yeah, died right. out. Yes, that was either them or the Quakers. I can't remember. Really. I think Quakers are still around. I could be wrong. Are they? All right. You know, there were the Quakers and they had like the Shakers, were another like offshoot of it. Right. 
And then there's the Puritans. Yeah, one of them didn't. But really now the Holy Rollers, in. that's totally different. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. One of them did not believe in sex. So that's hard to keep your congregation going. It is. Yeah, real hard. I don't know what they thought that be fruitful and multiplies about. Well, whatever, you know. All anyway. Right. Yeah. Witches will host an October 20th event. Organizer Dakota Brackell said, the ritual has sold out of tickets, which I would probably go to if it wasn't too much money. I mean, <laughs> the mission's like $5, I might show up. I could pass out some Bible <laughs> tracts in there to see what happens. Yeah. And it attracted the interest of thousands, and it's intended to make Kavanaugh suffer, Ooh. Brackell told Newsweek. About 60 people will be in attendance at the event. Well, that's, that's kind of... Oh, I'd come like on, to see, that's, that's a, rookie numbers that's a right rookie there. That's rookie numbers. you got to get that higher. <laughs> I mean, this is in... Uh, hold on. We can do better with a VBS. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Our VBS will kick your public hexes butt. Right, yes. <laughs> Which now I guess you don't have to... Well, we do have free Kool-Aid and cookies. <laughs> and daycare. Yeah, so. daycare. That's a big one. If you want your public hex to be successful, you need to offer yeah, free daycare. Free daycare is going to be a big draw. <laughs> yes. The ritual will include effigies, coffin nails, graveyard dirt, and of course, a spell. Brackell said the bookstore has organized hexes before including three last year on President Donald Trump. Well, those are working well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm disappointed I haven't heard about this sooner. Me either, yeah. yeah. Not everyone in attendance will believe the, in the power of the hex. And that's okay, according to Brackell, who said the event is in part a means of spiritual or emotional catharsis. So just hmm. a way to make everybody feel better. Yeah. They feel like they're doing something. Right. Kind of like our politicians when they do things. True. Yes. yes. Kavanaugh isn't the only subject of the gathering anger. Those oh. in attendance will be targeting all rapists and the patriarchy, which emboldens, rewards, and protects them, according to the Hex's Eventbrite page. Oh, okay. So Now, we're men. <laughs> right. We, are we part of the patriarchy just because we're men, or well, now I personally, do we have to like participate in some bad stuff to be part of the patriarchy? Because I, I don't want to be hex. Well, I could be wrong. I think the patriarchy is anyone who has authority. If okay. you're a man and you have authority, then you're well, part of the problem. I, we got authority over have, our wives, don't we? No, <laughs> that's I don't. a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> before people start getting real mad about that, I am. I think I'm free of this hex because right. I couldn't get. Anything done. Yeah. You know, I have no authority whatsoever. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't really have any... I can't tell my family what time we're eating supper. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. I think I'm in the clear All right, here. good, good. All right. Yeah, that's all I was wondering. I didn't want to get wrapped up in a hex I had nothing to do with. Uh, Brackell told Newsweek that those in attendance will be basically Antifa witches, which that to me sounds scarifying. That is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are a lot of angry people who are righteously filled with rage and are going to take back our country. Many of the people in attendance will be sexual assault survivors, Brackell believes, based on feedback from planned participants. Witchcraft has historically been an outlet for oppressed people to take matters into their own hands, according to Brackell. I think we're getting playing a little fast and loose with history here. Yeah, I would say so, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tickets for the event cost $10. Organizers say one quarter of ticket proceeds will go to the Ali Forney Center, a group that supports homeless LGBT youth, and one quarter will be no donated to Planned Parenthood. Wow. Uh, Brackell suggests that those who support the ritual donate to those groups if they are unable to attend. I will say, after hearing that, I'm, I'm no You're longer attending. Like, you want now for a ticket now? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I don't want right. a ticket anymore. Yeah. I'll just read about it. Now, 
you know, yeah. On Facebook. <laughs> we'll watch the live stream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I tell you what, that's uh, that's strange. The whole Kavanaugh thing, uh, again, we've kind of held off on, on commenting right. about it. I would like to say that uh, I hope, I I really, really, really hope that none of that is was true. Sure. Because now he's on the bench. Yeah. He's and he's there. there. Right. You know, nothing's going to change that. So no. I well, unless this hex works. <laughs> unless this hex Might works. get him to step down. Well, hey, you know what? Maybe, I mean, what's the hex supposed to do? Is it just supposed to make life hard for him? Is it supposed so to make him suffer? <laughs> unalive him? <It> was, <laughs> make him suffer, I believe, is what the yeah. article said. So that could be any number of things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want to get all into his confirmation and that whole big mm-hmm. rigmarole. I just don't know if we need to be throwing out hexes on politicians. <laughs> You know, I just doesn't seem like a healthy thing to do. Uh, I also I don't, don't think it's a very effective thing to do personally. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to, if you want to yeah. hex people, have at it. Yeah. In my opinion, <laughs> I don't know. See, witchcraft doesn't scare me. Right. You know, I, it doesn't scare me at all. Voodoo scares me. <laughs> and maybe it's just because we're in the south. Must say, have you seen anything? Well, you know, we all go to New Orleans every now and then. <laughs> right. And you see some weird stuff. You do. You do see uh, some weird stuff. Hey, New Orleans is like a whole other world. Love New Orleans. Great city. But it's a whole nother world. And you get like, I got voodoo shops and stuff. And I know a lot of it's just tourist trap things, right. but still, it gives me the creeps a little bit. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So if it was like a voodoo thing they were doing, I'd be like, Ooh, that's pretty. <laughs> hey guys. Whoa. Now this doesn't, I'm just like, yeah, well, you know, that's just a bunch of people with probably blue hair getting together and, you know, at the bookstore. Yeah. And they dug up some graveyard dirt, which and some <laughs> coffin, you yeah. know, that didn't seem like it would do anything, you know? I mean, they will kill a live chicken in voodoo in a heartbeat. That's like number one step in any right. voodoo thing. They're killing a chicken, you know. So, whereas probably know. a lot of modern day, you know, Wiccans are vegans. So. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> no voodoo. They would like drink blood. They do all kind of crazy stuff with that. You want to stay away from voodoo? That's all I'm saying. I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. But you know, people are upset. Maybe rightfully so. Um, you know, I will I'm, say that uh, there's a lot of people who are saying we need to believe survivors. Yes. But they didn't believe Juanita Broderick. <laughs> right. And then there's a lot of people supporting uh, Judge Kavanaugh saying he's the best person ever. But a month ago, they didn't know his name. Yes, true. And it's just true. it's the partisanship that yes. just, I cannot stand it. You know, I, I feel like it's going to, it's well, really a bad thing for this country, in my opinion. And I think we've made the point before that, you know, politics has been reduced to team sports. It has. We have our own colors now. We got red versus blue. You yeah. know, I mean, blue team and red team. Yeah, blue team and red team. And that's really what it's became. And, you know, like if you're an Alabama fan, you're for Alabama. And it doesn't matter if Alabama is buying its players' cars or no. doing anything against the rules, which I wouldn't say, of course, we're not <laughs> doing anything against the rules. Yeah. But if even if they were, I would not care because I'm an Alabama fan, you know. But now Ole Miss, yeah, now, shame on shame them. on Ole Miss. They, <laughs> how can you run a program like that? All right, yes. yeah, they don't deserve, even know what your mascot is anymore. Yeah. How dare you? Right, yes, they deserve what they got. Yes, right. But sorry, Wilts. Right, true, true. But uh, but. You know, and that's what politics has turned into, and it's really sad. It you is. Know? I mean, when you look at it, because it's not about the truth anymore. No, you know, for the, for the sake of argument, just for the sake of argument, let's assume Doctor Ford is telling a hundred percent the truth. Right. Senator Feinstein had that letter back in July. Yeah. Had this come forward, then he would have never gotten the nomination to begin right. with. Yes. So the truth is, is this was not about keeping a sexual predator off the bench. 
This was about trying to deny the Republicans of their Supreme Court pick the same way the Republicans well, denied did. them yes, with Garland. of uh, Judge Garland. Yes, That's right. what this is about. Right. This is they're, they're not they don't this is about trying oh, to get back at the team at the red team. And here's the crazy thing, like uh Kavanaugh votes has voted or ruled the same as Garland like ninety five percent of the time too, so they're pretty much the same dude like judicial wise. Well, no, it's Trump's pick. Dude. Exactly, this is Trump's right. pick, and, and we got to stop Trump yes. from getting his pick. Yes, and, and the way the Republicans right. stopped Obama from right. getting his yes. last, and one. both in my in my opinion, both were equally wrong. You know, like, <laughs> right? Like just did now. You know, I don't know if he assaulted this lady or not. He may have. He may have not. But the truth is, I mean, the only two people who know are him and Dr. Ford. Right. Because you have anybody coming out going, hey, I'll remember this happening. Maybe Mark Judge. Right. But maybe. But yes, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Which, how crazy is his name's Mark Judge, and we're like doing a Supreme Court thing to get (laughs) a judge or a justice or what? Anyway, I just thought that was kind of weird. And then the brilliant writer, Mike Judge. Yes, right, who did uh, (laughs) Beavis Beavis and Butthead and uh, King of the Hill. Yes, King of the Hill, one of the greatest cartoons (laughs) to ever come on. Ever. It is. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Uh, Dang it, Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyways, all I'm saying, I don't know that the hexes are going to do it, but if it makes you feel better to go do that, then go do it. I don't care. You know, I I would probably rather you not donate your money to some places you're donating your money to. But, you know, it's a free country and you can do what you want to do. That's true. In my opinion. Yes. Uh, So, you know, hex it up up there. You know, I'd like to see you get more than 60 people in. And I don't really know about witchcraft as self-care. That sounded kind of crazy. <laughs> it did. You read that part of yeah. the article. That seems kind of weird. But uh, I, oh, there's a lot of self-care going on now. It's like a big buzzword, and yeah. I just don't understand it. I would like to suggest to people, I'm not saying you got to change your mind, but I think it would be beneficial if we just tried to understand the other side's point of view. If you're yeah. a red teamer, yeah. I'm not saying you can't be red team anymore. I'm just saying look at the other side and yeah. try to understand why they feel the way they feel. Yeah, right. Same thing for our blue t- teamers out yeah, there. Right. If, if you're just, you know, you think Kavanaugh is, you know, should be in a jail cell with, you know, somebody. I was trying to think of somebody, some horrible mm. rapist, but it, yeah, I don't know. It escapes me. I don't know who I'm not up my rapist. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> The only one rapist. I know is Judge Kavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence Thomas. Okay. Yes. Yeah. My point is, if you think he's just the worst person at all, yeah. If you could just for a minute just pause. I'm not saying you got to think he's a good person. I'm not saying you can't believe Doctor Ford, but just think. Okay. Well, the everyone who, she's named as a witness has not backed up her story, right? And she doesn't have a place, and she doesn't have a date. So, right. Yeah. If if you are the prosecution, what do you do? Right. In that situation, if this was on trial. I will say a brilliant move, I thought, in the confirmation, whether whatever side you fall on this, is to have the prosecutor question uh, Miss Ford, you know, like mm-hmm. that lady. She looked like, yes. you know, your aunt or whatever. It's like <laughs> cooking you cookies or right. stuff. Because the last thing the Republicans wanted was to have a bunch of old white dudes asking this lady a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. That would have been horrible optics for everyone. Yes. So when they did that, I was like, Hey, that's a pretty sly move right there for them. <laughs> yeah, they took that whole card off of the table and just let this lady ask her questions, yeah. you know. Which, of course, that's just politics. Right. And politics is fascinating to me in a lot of ways. And another great tactic, uh, don't release this letter while you have Kavanaugh under oath testifying in front of the Senate. You wait till that's over, yeah. and then right. you release the letter yes. so that we get to drag this we out get to for drag two, it out three more, more weeks. And <laughs> I think, I really think... It, 
I know it's in a political podcast, you know, but I really think the Democrats thought that they would build some momentum for the midterms by mm-hmm. doing this. You know, I was hey, surprised the vote came before the midterms because right. no matter what happens in uh, in November, yeah. the Republicans have to the end of the year, right? Yeah, or let's say they get slaughtered in the midterms, right? They still got to the end of you know to the end of this what is it term? Yeah, right. This term. Till yeah, the they could have they could have confirmed you know Chuck E. Cheese on their way right. out if they True. wanted to. Yeah, you know. And that's the thing. Like, I felt like the Democrats knew that Kavanaugh was going to be confirmed because they didn't have the votes. You right. Know? So they waited. They barely <laughs> yeah, right. didn't have the votes. They waited as long as they could to release this letter to help build momentum for their midterm mm-hmm. elections. Like, hey, we got to keep this stuff from happening. Right. You know, but it appears from the polling number, it kind of backfired on them a little bit. But who knows? You know, polls. We'll see. Yeah, polls had Donald Trump lose it. You know, he had like a ten percent chance of winning the presidential election. I don't think he had that high. Yeah, it was they were wild. saying the week before that there was no way he could right. win. He no, was going to be historically right. defeated. Now, if you're a conspiracy theorist, then you think that was the media just trying to keep people from coming out and voting. You know, but supporters for him. But that's not very smart because I think that works. The opposite yeah, direction. Like, yeah, right. Well, if hey, you I'm think gonna... your candidate can't lose, yeah. well, heck, I'm gonna. I'm, I don't want to go wait in line right. two hours. I'm gonna sit here and watch Netflix. Maybe, you know, maybe it was the conspiracy that they didn't <laughs> want Hillary to win. I don't know. You know, conspiracy <laughs> theories get real weird. You know. Yeah, you can they, kind of bend them however you want. Oh yeah, to. they'll go whichever way you want it to. Anyways, that's enough on Cap. I was about to say we've had a. I think <laughs> hopefully it's been long enough that we can talk about this without. Yeah. Making people mad, right? Yeah, I, and it's and not my. Spent, I know I've said my piece. Yeah, so it's not my intent to uh, hurt anybody's feelings on either side of the political right. spectrum. You know, I feel like whatever your beliefs are, they should be your beliefs, and that's fine. But I wholeheartedly agree with Tiny. We should all do a better job of considering the other side's beliefs mm-hmm. and try, at least trying to understand them. Expand so, your mind. Don't yeah, let right. Fox News do your thinking for you. And if yeah. you're on the other side, don't let MSNBC do your right. thinking for you. You need to yeah. do your own thinking. And I would just say it's been really a breath of fresh air for me. Stop discussing it on Facebook. <laughs> yes. Just stop. Just Facebook stop. is for pictures of your kids yeah. and cat videos. Well, it's let's, in, let's try to make it politics Seeing free. who's gotten fat since high school. That's true. Right, yeah. yeah. That's a big thing, which I have. Big <laughs> it time. hit me. I'm like double my weight from high school just about. So, yeah. Well, I haven't doubled my weight because I was fat in high school. Okay, but right. I was extremely <laughs> skinny. I'm still big dude. I was extremely skinny. All right, so moving along to a Halloween-themed story here. All right. Since we're in the spooky month or the fall festival month if you're Baptist. <laughs> um, this comes from KUTV.com. Six months of jail awaits trick-or-treaters over 12 in a Virginia town. Oh, snap. Yeah. So Thomas is 13. If we lived in Virginia, he could go to jail. <laughs> Happy Halloween, but not if you're a teen. (laughs) Nice little rhyme there in the first line of the story. In parts of Virginia, anyone 13 or older who goes trick-or-treating can be sent to jail for up to six months. That sounds a little harsh. Yeah. And no matter what age, trick-or-treating after 8 p.m. can land you in the clink for up to 30 days. Fines range between $25 and $100. While Chesapeake, Virginia's code is pretty strict, the city isn't alone. In many areas, going door-to-door, ringing or knocking, and expecting a treat for those over 12 is a criminal offense. Newport allows the activity through 7th grade or at at 12-year-old person. 
That's a weird, a weird sound. <laughs> so you can either do it seventh grade or twelve years old. Yes. So, but after that, anyone engaging in such behavior is guilty of a class four misdemeanor, the same as many communities in the area. It also states no accompanying parent or guardian shall wear a mask of any type. Perhaps. So you can't even wear a mask if you're taking your kids out. Yeah, they don't want them to get tempted to trick or treat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Portsmouth allows it from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, for 12 and younger. Oh, man. Halloween is on a Wednesday in 2018, leaving most trick-or-treaters of any age facing school the following day. That is true. It's horrible. Kids get all sugared up. you got to <laughs> yeah. try to get them in bed. But uh, I think what we should do is we should just not have school the next day. No, <laughs> <You know>? True, <laughs> yes. So, anyways, it goes into the origin of Halloween, which if you're Baptist, you know it's all the devil and nothing but the devil, uh, <laughs> which isn't really important to this story. But uh, the big thing is, is why, I, I don't understand why we would make a law like this. Now, I believe I've said on the podcast before that I'm anti-teenagers trick-or-treating, but I've kind of shifted my stance on that in okay. my new outlook on life. You've grown. Yeah, that I've yeah, spiritually. Had. Yeah, spiritually. <laughs> that, you know, if a kid wants to come and get some candy, let him come and get some candy. And maybe that's because I got a 13-year-old this year that wants to trick-or-treat. Although, if anybody's listening, I go to church with, of course my children will not trick-or-treat because we do not endorse the devil. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And his... We trunk-or-treat. Yeah, right. It's totally yeah, different. Totally different. It's in a church parking lot. It's not knocking on our neighbor's house who we know and love. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, anyways... Maybe that's part of it. But I just don't understand why we have to have, like, city code against this. Uh, Apparently, I guess their cops just aren't busy enough. Yeah, maybe with, you so. Know, catching real you know, crimes. You know, murderers yeah. and robbers and yeah. muggers. Right, yeah. And, you know. Potential Supreme Court justices. <laughs> yes. Right. They just didn't have enough to do. Yeah, really. So they got to go bust, you know, 13-year-old kids knocking on doors. This, that's my problem with government. You know, like. Yes. You know, like, we don't need to make a law for this at all. This is know? America. Yeah. You're supposed to be. I thought this was the home of the free. Right. And like I said before we got on air is that, you know, it could be that if you had a gaggle of 13-year-olds walking down the street who just rolled their friend's house. Yeah. And the police are stopping them. They're like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're just out trick-or-treating all. Officer, yeah, and now they got a law to bust them and keep them from doing pranks or whatever. But. Well, thank goodness because see, now that we have that law, we know that that police officer can rush to the scene, <laughs> and the first thing he can tell those thirteen-year-olds, "Oh yeah, you're out trick or treating. Show me your ID," <laughs> and he can check the thirteen-year-old's photo ID, right. government-issued photo ID, right, get him to ID prove now. that he's not twelve. Look, and I'm then not- you can bust him. There was no laws like that on the books in Fayette, <laughs> but if there were, all, me and all of my friends would have known, hey, if the cops come up, tell them you're 12, you know, <laughs> yeah. the first thing we said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, sir, we're 12. Yeah, no, we're 12. Definitely 12. Yes, sir. They'd be like, well, son, you have a mustache. Yeah, I'm 12. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm 12. <laughs> and then if you're one of those uh, those 12-year-olds who God loves and puts through puberty, puberty early and they can get <laughs> yeah. facial hair. I don't know if God loves them. Yeah. <laughs> I think he enjoys laughing at us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you're if you're one of those 12-year-olds, take one for the team. Yeah. Just go ahead, let the cops bust you. Yeah. Because when they go find your birth certificate and, and they've busted a 12-year-old kid right. for trick-or-treating, right. they are all going to look like the biggest <laughs> jack-o'-lanterns <That's right. laughs> that you've ever seen. <laughs> So one Halloween when I was in high school, yeah. uh, Deidre and I and my cousin Will devised this plan 
where Deidre and I were going to get up on the house, on top of my house, and mm-hmm. throw water balloons at trick-or-treaters as they came in our yard. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> nobody thinks you're throwing them from yeah. the top of the house. And then my cousin Will was going to run around the house and scare them with his chainsaw, right? Right. Great plan, I thought. Okay. Until all my friends came walking down the street, rolled our yard while we were on top of the house. Will was <laughs> Did not you not a, see them? Yeah, but there was nothing we could do. <laughs> you could throw water balloons at we them. We tried, but you couldn't hit them all. <laughs> and they rolled my entire yard while we watched them. So, yeah. You couldn't run the chainsaw and Will scare them off that way? Will couldn't get it cranked. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that I couldn't is get down. Yeah, it was it was a real bad scene, and they just rolled it and then like walked back up the street. As if, no, my dad came out like about the time they were finished because I think he heard all the commotion. Yes. Yeah, like, scared of it. They just like walked on back down the street like it wasn't oh, a big man. deal. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I shared that story. Oh no, it was fun. That's Halloween hijinks. Yeah, they to roll my yard one time too before we started dating. It was probably one of the best times of my yard. I was about to say down here in Alabama, that's how you know they love you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's where I started thinking I need to ask that girl out. She's got an arm on her. Yeah. She got yeah. away at the top of those two big pine trees. She thought of me enough to come throw toilet that's paper right. in my trees. Yeah, yeah. Roll my yard. <laughs> Night, my dog had puppies. This comes from Fox News. Man list used girlfriend for sale on eBay and is shocked when the bids reach 119 grand. Okay. <laughs> 119. Yeah. I bet you thought twice about it. He's like just playing around. <laughs> uh, well, that backfired. A man who listed his girlfriend for sale on eBay as a prank was shocked when the bids reached over 119 grand within 24 hours. So wow. it wasn't even like. That's the first night that she's up. I would know? like to know what his reserve was for. You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, Dale Leakes, who lives in London, wanted to have a laugh, so he thought it would be funny to list his girlfriend of one year, Kelly Greaves, on the auction site, CTV News reports. He described her condition as four parts or not working, like okay. if you're selling a car. Yeah, this is right. a parts car. Yeah. And he wrote that she starts okay, but... After that, there's a constant whining noise that won't seem to stop. <laughs> Body work is fairly tidy, but close-up shows signs of wear. No serious damage, but you can see that she's been well used. <laughs> Please bear in mind when bidding that she's 37 years old. Basically, first thing in the morning, she can be very temperamental. Once warmed up, the whining noise lessens. 
but I would be lying if I said it went away completely. (laughs) (laughs) The rear end leaks a bit, but nothing (laughs) that can't be plugged. (laughs) I like this guy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Any offers considered would be interested in a part exchange with a younger model sold as seen, no returns. (laughs) When Leeks showed the listing to Greaves, she went along with the prank, thinking no one would see it. But when the couple went to dinner that night, Leeks' cell phone started going crazy with hundreds of bins, bids and crude messages, because, you know, of, it's, it's, it's the internet. internet yeah. <laughs> yeah. From interested parties around the world, I thought, oh no, what have I done, he told CTV News. The ad was removed by eBay after 24 hours for violating the website's policy yeah, against selling, selling human body yeah. parts and remains. Uh, but not before it had been seen 81,000 times. Hmm. While Leeks admits that he wouldn't have actually sold his girlfriend, good to know. That's at least what he's saying now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When the bid started increasing, he joked, I would have been quite sad to see her go, but it wouldn't have been so sad because I would have been crying in my new Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have wasted all that on a Ferrari. <laughs> well, apparently this guy would. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We got different different goals. Well, maybe it's a, I mean, if you're going to get into human trafficking, maybe it's a good investment because you True. get a Ferrari, you go get a new you girlfriend, a new you lift her for sale. That's right. <laughs> next just, thing you know. <laughs> next thing it comes to business. <laughs> That's true. That's a very solid point, Tiny. <laughs> very solid point. But there's nothing funny about human trafficking. No, nothing funny yeah. at all. That is tragic. So, and, you know, I saw they busted a ring up in Michigan with like 20 something kids. Oh, man, it? I saw that. Yeah. That was horrifying. Yeah. Golly. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Watch your kids. Very much so, yeah. Yes. You know, keep an eye on them. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween's when all the devil worshippers kidnapping them, by the way. At least yeah. that's what I was told in youth group. And every other night of the year, too. Yes, so. that's right. <laughs> yes. Not just Halloween. Right. So, but yeah, I, I'm surprised his, his girl went along with it, you know, and I bet you once she saw that $190,000, she's like, uh-huh, see what I'm worth, you know? <laughs> I saw another article where she said uh, maybe it would have worked out because if he's willing to spend $119 on a girlfriend, he's probably a man of means, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's $119,000 pretty good. So yeah. it may have worked out better for both of them. Could have. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just don't know that I would list my wife up on eBay. No, my wife is priceless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't put a price on my wife. Absolutely. At least not under three hundred thousand. <laughs> okay. I'm saying. I mean, just email us, Earth Oddity <laughs> at planetmail.net. Just shoot an email over, you know. Uh, she's good, cook well, you know, good mother. She's caring, got nursing skills. Say a college degree. Uh, yeah, a good driver, clean driving record. If you need her to do <laughs> yeah. some driving work for you, Same. no drug addictions. Yeah, no drug, doesn't drink, no alcohol. You know, pretty all original parts. <laughs> so we're doing pretty good here. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something else. Uh, doggone it, it left my mind. I had a good one. Dang it. Oh well. <laughs> She's got all her teeth, <laughs> except the one I knocked out or chipped. Yeah, that's crowned. <laughs> Oh, you didn't know? So in second grade, in second grade, this is how long I've known my wife for people out here. We've been together as a couple for 24 years, but in second grade, I knocked Deidre's front, to, broke her front tooth, and it's got a crown on it or whatever mm-hmm. that she's had since sixth, second grade because <laughs> oh, <man>. of me. <laughs> I was pushing the merry-go-round. 
And I got a little too fast for her. She couldn't hang on, and she fell off and chipped her tooth. Well, clearly that's her fault. Yeah, yeah, right. It wasn't my fault. You were just trying to. to show the lady a good time. That's right, exactly. You know, like, you want me to spin the merry-go-round, I'm going to spin it, you know? So, I like to tell people, though, like, hey, I busted that tooth out. <laughs> and they all look at me, I was like, yeah, I busted her front tooth out. They're like, why? Like, oh, no, I was when we were in second grade, so. Oh, that's a good story. Yeah. Know my wife a long time. Very long time. It's part of one of the reasons why we get along so well, because she knew I was weird before she ever started <laughs> yeah. dating me, you know. All right, so let's move on to a story brought to us by Casey Dunaway, also known as James Elmore's biggest fan. Uh, it comes from Fox News, because that's the only place Casey gets his news. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> But it's a pretty good story. Uh, Virginia man who put meth in his elderly mother, mother-in-law's coffee gets prison time. So, a Virginia man, a lot of stuff going on in Virginia. We have West Virginia. I was about to say, yeah. Then the trick-or-treating stories from Virginia. Very so, Virginia-centric Yes, a very Virginia, yeah, yeah mid-Atlantic type Appalachian story. Uh, a Virginia man who allegedly attempted to kill his mother-in-law by putting methamphetamine in her coffee has been sentenced to prison. After reaching a plea deal, Jack David Price, 56, of Pamplin, was sentenced to six years in prison earlier this week. Price is accused of putting meth in his 95-year-old mother-in-law's coffee in December 2017. Which she's 95, and you're trying to kill her. I feel like all you got to do is wait, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's just, just wait her patient. out. Yeah, right. So, uh, prosecutors say Esther Price was admitted to a hospital last year showing signs of meth in her system. At the time, Esther Price's granddaughter, who had not who has not been identified, told authorities she suspected Jack Price was trying to kill her grandmother. Esther Price also told authorities that the day before she became ill, Jack Price brought her coffee. A gesture, she said, was not an, that was not an ordinary event. <laughs> not very uncharacteristic yeah. right. of a man to fix his mother-in-law's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Price was sentenced Thursday after reaching a plea deal. Prosecutors dropped an attempted first-degree murder charge in exchange for pleading guilty to altering food, drink, or drugs, and other offenses. Okay, well, what kind of sentence does that carry? Six years, apparently, because that's how long he's going to jail. Huh. So. I feel like he uh, he must have a good lawyer because he dodged a bullet on that one. I guess. My thing is, like, uh, like, like I said, she's 95. You know, you could, like. I, mean, I don't want to be too more here, but you can like bump her down the stairs or something and just, and just say she, hey, meanwhile, got a little, she got she a little fell. out of balance and fell. And next thing you know, I found her at the bottom of the stairs and she's dead now. Oh, yeah. man. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, but she's 95. She's going to die any day now. Really? You don't be have patient. to speed it up. Just yeah. be patient. Or maybe meanwhile likes a little meth. You know, it's, they just blamed it on Jack. He had nothing to do with it. He's an innocent bystander. Vimal likes to, you know, chase a dragon and get a little hopped up. You know, and I, I don't know. I don't know. Still a car stereo or something. Like most meth heads. But oh, yeah, wow. I just don't know, man. I just feel like there's probably better ways to kill your grandma. But don't. Yeah, nobody <laughs> but should. don't do trust it. Me. Yeah, nobody should do that, okay? Yeah. All right. I, first of all, I love Your my, point was just, you know... He's not even a good. Uh, he's not even a good, you know, hitman. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, know? exactly. Yeah, 
And I, let me just go on the record. I love my mother-in-law. I would never try to kill her. I have a great mother-in-law, Miss Sally. I don't even think you'd listen, but if you do, I love you, and I would never put meth in. Yeah, in I, I love my mother-in-law, too. She's yeah. one of the nicest people. Yeah, oh, your mother-in-law is like an angel. I know she is. And yeah. it doesn't bother me that you call Tara 15 times a day. I mean, you know, <laughs> doesn't bother me. I certainly would never kill you for that. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, what about when she's 95? That's all I'm saying. But yeah. I would never kill my mother-in-law. Uh, she's a she's a wonderful lady, and she is really, I mean, next to my mom, one of the greatest pe- women in my life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I really, I think a lot of my in-laws. I I got lucky, you know, because when you marry somebody, you're married into their family, and I don't think a lot of people really consider no, that. I was about to say a lot of people don't consider yeah. that, but I remember getting that advice when I was single. Yeah, you know, hey, when you. When you're thinking you better, about settling down, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously you want to marry the, the woman who's right for you, but sure. take a good, hard look at her family right. too. Yes. Because that's your, going to be your family right. as well. Uh, and that's where, that's the environment she was raised in, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's that, if it was toxic, then she's going to pull some stuff out of that. Now, nothing that a hundred percent means she's going to come and throw dishes at your head when she's mad mm-hmm. or anything like that, but it could be, I was saying, it could be a warning sign. Yeah. So you want to think about that. And if you're a young lady, uh, listen to this, and you're single, same goes for your husband. You Absolutely. want to look at the family he comes from and mm-hmm. make sure they're normal people. I would love, you know, for my kids to be able to marry like I did and to a normal family who had normal, healthy conflict resolution and all that, because Dieter and I don't really argue that much. I actually think I upgraded a bit. You think to so? Be, to, you know, honestly, all right, there yeah. you go. I come from a broken home. So, oh, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. yeah you she know. come from a family where everyone had the same last name. True. I come from a family where there was all sorts of <laughs> a names. Lot of, a lot of different names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you just want to make sure. And that's not to say, like, you're a very decent, good person, you know? I would let you marry my kids if that wasn't weird. And, <laughs> I was just you know, here thinking. Yeah. I no, mean, you, say no, say my kids were older. <laughs> okay. You know, like my daughter was older and you know, and you, you came would be around. fine with me getting a divorce and Well no, 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 no. I was saying a whole <laughs> All right, this really went wrong. You would be fine with Eli. We're saying yes, you know, if he right. fell in love with somebody. Yeah, if Eli and Libby down the road yeah. were like, hey, and we love each other when we get married. I would be like, man, that's that's yeah. fine. I, I love them. Because we're best buds anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Perfect. That Absolutely. would be great. I agree. Yeah. We're going to do a podcast from the ceremony. We're exchanging vows. We're just back in the back talking, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, and I'd so, be like, check out Eli, man. He's so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was extremely nervous at my wedding too. So, I mean, I, my whole goal for my wedding was to not end up on America's funniest videos, like setting something on fire or passing out <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. And uh, luckily it went very smoothly. Only one time, like when we were doing the vows, Dieter started like choking up uh-huh. and like no joke. At like the very core of my being, I was like, she's about to say no. Like she's, just, <laughs> like she's, about, she's finally, like she's wised up. She's like come right to her here senses. Yes, yeah, she's come to her senses. You're like, I can't marry this dude. You know, he has no future at all. He's possibly going to lose all our money in a restaurant venture. And but luckily, she was dumb enough to say yes. So here I will we are. say, Tara, she did not shed a tear. Oh yeah, you know. I feel like Deidre's was like a little bit of a regret. Like that one regret <laughs> tear like yeah. went down her cheek, but it was like too far to turn back. We had a couple hundred people there watching us. So. Could have had eye surgeon. Yeah, that's right. Could have went out with an eye Could have been with an eye surgeon right now, living in St. Louis, high on the hog. 
not having to worry about if we got enough money for groceries until one of us gets paid. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Oh, well. Next story here. Reward offered. 800-pound hammer suddenly missing from North Bay Community Center. This comes from SF Gate. Says an 800-pound hammer was stolen from a Headsburg Community Center last week. Police are still looking for it. It might sound like part of the plot for a Thor film, and the truth actually is just as weird. Someone heisted a (laughs) massive 800-pound hammer artwork from the lawn in the front of a community center in Harrellsburg. The hammer, a $15,000 work on loan from the Voigt Family Sculpture Foundation, went missing at some point on Friday night or early Saturday morning, and no one saw it happen. Wow. An 800-pound hammer. I mean, you got to have a forklift for that. (laughs) Yeah. Police suspect that the theft was carried out by more than one person. I would say that's a solid yeah, theory. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Based on its sheer size and weight. The handle is a wooden piece, twenty foot, 21 feet long, and the 6-foot tall head is made of a mix of steel and other metals, per the Santa Rosa Press Democrat. There's a chance that it was a mere prank pulled off by... That's it. By pranksters. <laughs> yeah, by pranksters. Well, I would say... There's a chance it was a mere prank. There is an update. The city of Harrellsburg tells SFGate that the artist, Doug Uncre, is offering a $1,000 reward for information leading to the return of the sculpture. Oh, wow. He ain't getting nothing. <laughs> no. I'll say, now look, I don't know <laughs> if how... If you've I... actually pulled off a yeah. heist where you stole a 800-pound hammer, right. you're going to need more than $1,000 if you want that back. Well, I don't know how it is out there, but here in Alabama, if you had an 800 pound hammer laying around, there would be a meth head going. I wonder how much I could get in scrap metal for that. You know? And that's yes. exactly where it would have went. You know, been at the scrap yard that afternoon. So, uh, you know, so I don't know if that's, if, if, if I could give the police a clue, you might want to check your scrap yards and see if any of them <laughs> yeah. took a, took an 800 pound hammer in. So, what uh, if you're the dude that runs the the scrapyard and some some dude, dude has right. got it hooked to the back of a truck or something dragging an 800 pound hammer in? I don't know, man. You know they got a lot of rules and laws now. Yeah, that's what I say. You yards don't you because, don't take that. Yeah, I don't think you would. Yeah. If me and you were to show up with a bunch of copper, they won't take it from us. You got to have like a construction, like a contractor's license. Really? And all that. Yeah. Because you know Andrew for years has saved stole copper out of buildings. <laughs> well, I won't say stole copper, but let's say he borrowed it. <laughs> well, no, let's say uh let's say you remodeled your house okay. and you threw all the wire out on the street right. or whatever because you redid the wiring. And, and he, he gives me a call and he's like, "Hey, you mind hey, if I Can I get that?" Yeah, and then he'd that. just go burn it and he had a pile. I mean, had a bunch of copper. Mhm. And they went to take it one day, and they're like, no, we, we can't take this from you. And I was like, that's because you like a meth head, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you should have shaved first. Right. But you had to have, like, a contractor's license and stuff, huh. which he got me started doing that. I was about to say, how much does a, is a contractor's license? I have no idea. Because can you not just get the license and uh, bada bing, bada boom? Everybody's got a buddy that's got a contractor's license around <laughs> yeah. here. He's building houses on the side or whatever. So Maybe I should go get mine. And just scrap other people's yeah. wire and keep a little percentage. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll take it to you. I'll keep ten percent of whatever. Yeah, you all get. meth heads bring yeah. your scrap metal. Right, I'll scrap it for you. <laughs> I, that's a brilliant business, right there. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. Yeah, right. I don't know if you want them all like coming to your house and stuff, though. No, I would definitely need an office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wanna, yeah. 
But first, they're going to break in and steal everything out of that, too. So you just need like a storage building. I can't keep anything at the office. (laughs) That's right. Storage building with just a desk and like a wooden ladder back chair. That's right. (laughs) Or better, one of those folding camp chairs that I take it with me at the end of the day. You got like a cardboard box you do paperwork on. (laughs) No, it makes sense. Okay, so let's get into our next story here. Um, This is from the pjstar.com the journal star a dunlap man loses eight thousand dollars in a nude photo romance scam i have been waiting for this story (laughs) well i mean it's happened to all of us okay (laughs) all right i'm not wrong in saying that am i we've all we've all lost a little money in a nude photo scam right (laughs) built of eight thousand dollars a dunlap man said he was duped by an online romance scam involving nude photos and videos plus promises of gold, police said. On Sunday morning, the 54-year-old called the Peoria County Sheriff's Office to report a grift he described as a romance scam. About five months ago on Instagram, he met a purported woman who sent him multiple nude photos and videos of herself. And he believed that this was a real person. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, he sent her several hundreds of dollars to help pay her rent and everyday expenses, a report stated. What an idiot. Yeah. At one point during their relationship, he was supposed to meet the woman, but the arrangement fell through. Imagine that. Oh, darn. (laughs) Later... Later, she explained that she had inherited land and gold in Africa. (laughs) However, for the gold to be released to them, he would have to send $3,000 to the gold keepers. (laughs) The gold keepers? Mm -hmm. That was in quotes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, He sent $3,000 to a man in Perryville, Missouri. So, apparently... This dude in Missouri had control of the gold in Africa. (laughs) I was about to say, back to the gold keepers. I like to think that it's... You know, it's like one of those dudes from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> you know? um, I am the goldkeeper. At that point, and at that point only, he realized he was being scammed out of his money this whole time. So, so the last horse finally crossed the finish line. <laughs> and he and it probably invested over $8,000 into a fake online relationship, the report stated. He told police he wanted to document the scam. Oh, really? Oh, wait a second. Thank you, sir. Wait a second. Meanwhile, his wife had already contacted the Perryville Police Department, the report stated. <laughs> she must have noticed some money came up missing. Dang. Uh, a deputy told the victim not to expect to see the $8,000 again. I informed him that the chances of him getting his money back are slim and to be cautious <laughs> about using social media. Yes. And then they all laughed at him after he left. <laughs> I would have to. <laughs> I would have been like, the chances of you getting this $8,000 back is about the same chances as you getting an autograph from one of the gold keepers. <laughs> yeah. Laying claim to this gold mine in Africa. I mean, I'm surprised his wife contacted the police department instead of like you know like hey let me move out because i can't imagine you know not only if Deidre were to look through my phone uh which she doesn't do we trust each other but she knows all my codes and everything right. i was about to say tara yeah. she knows all my stuff yeah. too and to see me messaging back and forth with someone sending lewd photos to me <laughs> yeah that would be enough for her to kick me out you know uh-huh. but once i'm Spent a little bit of money to get, you know, gold in Africa from her. She would kill me. You know? <laughs> like, 
She would kill me. Or at least, like, <laughs> yeah. force me to move out. But, yeah, this guy, not smart. Not no. smart at all. Definitely. I mean, it must be his first day on the internet or something. <laughs> I was about to say, this This guy must have, like, just gotten the internet. Yeah, because right. I don't know about you. I just, every single thing I see on the internet, I treat it all like it's fake news. Yeah, right. I don't care if it's my brother's, you know, posting on, on Facebook that he <laughs> got a new truck. I'm like, fake news. <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, here's the thing. Um, you know, from time to time, I'll get friend requests on Facebook or, uh, you know, people will follow me. Very attractive women will follow me on Instagram yes. or on, you know, friend request me on Facebook. It happens all the time. And they all say they just need $8,000 right. to free up some gold in Africa. <laughs> well, the first thing I think is, uh, you know, this young 20-something, you know, bosomy girl in a bathing suit. Out of all the men on the internet... <laughs> She's not going to pick me to just, hey, this is a guy I want to be friends with. You know? Yes. Like, I just know, like, hey, I'm, I'm not that big of a catch, guys. So, <laughs> yeah, like, it, we should all be a little more discerning. That's just all I'm saying. You know, like, let's all know where we are in life and <laughs> yes. what we look like. We all on the mirror. And there's no 20-year-old girl out there all from Slovakia or whatever that wants to be my love interest, you know? They just, they just want the, they your just money. Want your money, yeah. yeah. And it's probably some dude in Perryville, Missouri, who's running this scam with pictures he got off of the internet, and he's just making money off of it. Immediately, just you know, take that picture and you do a reverse Google image search to find out where True. it came from. Yeah. Uh, that's a big you thing will you find very quick that yeah. it's not who, it's yeah. not not who you think it is. Yes. Yes. It's probably some cover shot from a magazine yeah. somewhere. right, yeah. Not a real person. But people aren't smart, you know? Yeah. And I guess... $8,000 is a lot of money to drop on uh, someone you've never met before. What was the quote that P.T. Barnum said? Uh, a sucker, sucker is born, born every, every minute. minute. That's right. So. Yes. Look, I'm not spending $8,000 if we ain't kissed on the lips. That's number one. <laughs> okay. We're going to have to meet in person first before you get a dollar out of me. That's just, I think we should all make that a rule in life. This is our last story for the episode, and it is... Scarifying, oh yeah, to say the least. But I will say that nobody died. Mm. So, but it is a, uh, it is a uh, spooktacular. It is spooktacular, okay. and you can't, you can't not talk about a story when the headline is "Man Run Over by Lawnmower While Trying to Kill His Son with a Chainsaw." Okay, yeah. you just, <laughs> I feel no. like that's you read that no. and you, you yeah. got to click. That's one of those things they got you. Yeah, got to be from Florida, right? Bristol, Tennessee. Oh, okay, so, close well, second. Appalachia again. <laughs> yes. All right. A man who police say was run over with a lawnmower while trying to kill his son with a chainsaw has had to have his leg amputated. The Bristol Herald Courier reports that a warrant for 76-year-old Doug Ferguson couldn't be served until Tuesday because of his severe injuries. According to a Sullivan County Sheriff's Office release, the officers called to a home June 28th found Ferguson bleeding from his leg and his head. Uh, a preliminary investigation uh, indicated that he had tried to attack his son with a running chainsaw while his son was mowing the lawn, okay. and he just he just run him over. Uh, like I told you not to leave no strips of grass out there. <laughs> he brought, I mean, he brought a chainsaw to a lawnmower fight, <laughs> and he lost. <laughs> Detectives say that the father and the son had an ongoing feud. I would say, <laughs> I would say yes. Yeah, I would say it's uh, more than an ongoing feud. <laughs> Ferguson is charged with attempted second-degree murder and violate, violating probation. It's unclear whether he has a lawyer to comment on his behalf. I tell you what, this guy's son who just <laughs> run him over with a lawnmower. Right. <laughs> well, 
I mean, what do you do when daddy's coming at you with a chainsaw? Like, yeah. I mean, if you're sitting on like a big old... Yeah, you got like one of those zero, uh, zero turns. turns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go straight for you. You better... Don't think I'm getting off this. Right. You better just put it down. Yeah, you better put it down. I got I got two blades spinning right here. Yeah. <laughs> Have forty eight inches of cutting power, and I'm coming right after you. There's an old eighties movie called uh, the Was it the Dead Alive? Are you familiar? Peter oh. Jackson did it. It's no. one of his early. I just remember there's a there's a part in the movie where the dude takes a lawnmower and like holds it up, and he's just like walking through swaths of zombies, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. chopping them all. That up. makes sense. That's not a bad zombie weapon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds like that's what that's what's going on here. I mean, he had to get his leg amputated. How bad? Right. Because typically, when you hear about accidents with lawnmowers, you know, you, somebody may lose a finger. Yeah. But or, it's usually or a foot, not. A couple of toes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's usually not leg amputated by That's what I'm saying. He he had to that's get, rough. He had to get up on his leg. That's a big thing. Like, I think daddy had to fall down or something at least, right? I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you like shoved him over and then. Right over <laughs> Maybe he like come at him, uh, and he zero turned that thing around and just you know that right. <laughs> that deck just come right over just his leg. Right right over his leg. Oh, as you know, it's painful. That had to be painful. I hope he had a bagger on it because otherwise, it's just like <laughs> spraying blood, fertilizer, that's fertilizer, flesh into the air. Well, hey, you got a good green spot out there in the yard. Is that where your septic tank is? No, that's where I hit Daddy's leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's coming after me with a chainsaw. I just had to get the lawnmower after him. Neighbors' kids are pulling up plastic like they're at a Gallagher show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. That's, that's terrible. Wild. Yeah, I don't know. I don't oh, know. Man. See, you could marry into that family. Back to what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yes. You don't want to marry into that family. I don't care how nice the young man is. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be married. You don't want to have to run over your father-in-law with a, with a lawnmower. No. Yeah. I mean, that's, you don't want to have to run over anybody with a lawnmower. <laughs> no. Yeah. I've never felt the need to run over anybody with a lawnmower <laughs> either. But no one's ever attacked me with a chainsaw. That's true. So... So it's good to know that you can yeah. run somebody over the lawnmower. Right. Chainsaw will do some damage though. You know, my dad had like 180 something stitches one time. Dang. Back he they used to log. Yeah. In, in the olden days, him and my grandfather. And uh, yeah, he cut his knee up one time. Yeah, I mean, bad. it's a saw. It's a power yeah. tool. Yeah, yeah. It's doing some damage. It's not made out of pillows. No. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're made to do damage, and if you. It'll do damage to you yeah. if you touch it. It's tough. It's tough. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want to get mixed up with a chainsaw or a lawnmower. I'll say both. Yeah, right. Both equally bad. Okay, uh, let's talk about our sponsor, Cajun Curl. We want to thank them for all they do for us. Uh, World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. You can check them out at their website, www.cajuncurl.com. You can order their spice there and their Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes right on that website. It was created on the Elm Bayou. The spooky Elm Bayou. (laughs) In Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. And it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, jack-o'-lanterns, little mini Snickers bars, and (laughs) Mr. Good bars, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Any type of flesh. Uh, Yeah. 
Cajun curl can season it to perfection. A good loin cut from the lawnmower, that'll, <laughs> that'll go right well on it. Uh, the spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun curl spice. It'll slice those potatoes to ribbons. Right, yes, and you can hand them out to your trick-or-treaters. Just make them up a little bag, put it in their pumpkin, and... Uh, but ease off the razor blades. Yeah, right, yeah. Put on any razor blades or free drugs in any of the <laughs> things, which that's a whole other thing I can get into. I don't want to ruin the ad read here. Yeah. But every year is like, hey, watch out for candy. People are putting drugs in it. I'm like, free who drugs. is giving away free drugs? You know, like that just doesn't, it doesn't work that way, guys. Yes. Okay, anyways, uh, on their website, www.cajuncurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Girl Chip Cutter as well. You'll also find recipes there, and they are great. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. They ship all over, mm-hmm. uh, definitely all over the continental United States. Absolutely. I imagine worldwide for our worldwide listeners. Um, if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl, Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it today. Here locally in Tuscaloosa, it's available at Bowles on Skyline, um, South's Finest Meats, and the Piggly Wiggly here in Northport. So um, all of their products are made in the USA, and they uh, have a little kick. They're all natural, and they don't burn your lips. Uh, World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Linda Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check get, them out. <laughs> get some now before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Check them out at CajunCurl.com. We thank them, and we thank y'all. Try it out if you hadn't yet. So, um, they are spooktacular. Yes. We we don't have any community no news. No community news. No review. Our community is just letting us down. <laughs> no. You know? Goodness gracious. How hard is it to leave an iTunes review, y'all? It's not that big a deal. Let me make a 100% sure. Let me do a check real quick that's fine yeah, i'm sure there's none because our audience can't be bothered they're busy people <laughs> they have busy lives and to click a few buttons it's just too much for them <laughs> so, i was to say we've got i think 50 reviews so we may have uh yeah <laughs> they may be about tapped out that's yeah, right yeah we might, oh maybe. wait a minute 53 oh wait a minute do we, we got a new one? one do we have a new one i feel like i'm gonna be let down now Oh, wait, yes, we do. Scratch. Scratch all of that. Hey, I take everything back I just said, guys. I didn't even really mean it. I was just trying to fill time while Tiny was, you know, bumping on some buttons over there. I didn't even really mean any of that. All right. uh, We have one review. We have one new review this week. Okay. And our review comes from Just Extra. Ooh. Five-star review. Southern Hilarity. Love these two guys. I am never disappointed in the weirdness of stories they find, and their commentary (laughs) has me scream laughing. The banter between them is like you are sitting with family and enjoying cousins being silly. Love this podcast and hope you guys keep doing it. Well, just extra. We will keep doing it. Wow. Now that you left that, we will. I was very (laughs) discouraged before that came around. Very discouraged. Um, since we don't have any community news, I am going to plug. If you have from any of your favorite podcast uh, services that you use, if you want to subscribe and listen to Hudson's podcast, <laughs> it's called Hudson Long's Voice of the People. It's only about three minutes long, and uh, he asks people questions and reads their answers. Yeah. Last week was what their favorite ice cream was. Mm-hmm. This week is going to be favorite movies. Ah. I'm going to try to set him up a Google Voice number so he can 
preview the questions and if people would call and just answer them i think that would be really cool for that me. would be really cool because i would yeah. love to we're still trying to figure out how to record audio and get it on the anchor okay you know post that without because he's only got his phone yeah because now he's just writing down people's answers and <laughs> reading them and i thought it'd be interesting if that uh, would be great yeah you know, kids he goes to school with can leave him a, a voice memo mm-hmm. on his iphone mm-hmm. and then we can upload it on there so we'll get to that we're still in the early stages okay <laughs> yeah and it may be delayed this week, because like I say, we're out of Wi-Fi. But he asked me to plug that. Hudson Long's Voice of the People. And uh, like I say, it's only three minutes. It's actually kind of funny. and uh, But maybe that's because I know him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also asked But me hey, to- a lot of our friends and family listen to this. Yes. And if you're not listening to Hudson Long's new podcast, you have no excuse. Exactly. You. Right. Yes. And uh, <laughs> he said that he plugged our podcast on his podcast. He did, because I listened to it. Right. He did. And so we have to plug his now. He also told me to drop his Instagram again, which is Hudson underscore long unofficial if anyone wants to follow him. Yeah, on I'm that. still waiting to get approved. So oh, okay. All right. Maybe well, pass that along. We've been out of Wi Fi for a while. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He shut down on all of that. So. But a real big cramp in our lifestyle. Well, if you don't have anything else, that's it. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Podcast Republic, Acast, Overcast, Castbox, Spotify, TuneIn, all of them. Thank you so much. If you want to email the show, you can email us. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you want to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity. The exact same Instagram uh, handle. A lot of activity on Instagram this week. If you want to give us a call, what's that phone number? It is 662-493-2059. What's that number? 662-493-2059. Call now. Call now. (laughs) Operators are standing by. Or maybe not. (laughs) You call right now, you get the $19.99 special. (laughs) And if you call now, we'll double your order. Yes, that's right. Two for the price of one. Two for the price of one. But since this is a podcast, it's really one for the yeah, price of none. Right. But if you would like to hear your voice on this podcast, call and leave us a message and uh, we'll put it on there. Yeah. You know, you can talk about whatever you want to. Tell us how bad we are. It's yeah. fine. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network <laughs> signing off. Love you guys. <laughs> All right. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.